everyone. Welcome back to Economics. Another week. It's another show. Mark and Brian are here. We're going to talk to you about all things going on in the world of nerd. Brian has been painstakingly working on topics for today. I know he spent hours going through all of the things going on in the world for us to discuss all the happenings. Well, there's so much going on. We're so there's, back. There's strikes going on. We're back. There's nothing on. going on. We're backlogged. We yes. have reviews we got to do, which we couldn't yeah. do last week. Yeah. Yes. How's well, your internet? Speaking, It of seems work? to be fine. I never had any issues the whole rest of the week and the whole rest of that day. I had no issues. I mean, I did, after we got done, restart my computer. So maybe that's the reason why it worked better, but I don't know. Mm. Who knows? Who knows? Fun. Fun times. Technology. The wave of the future. Um, well, we still have to talk about, we have a review for Oppenheimer Barbie. I got to see Barbie over the weekend with Claire, so we'll yeah. have that review. Um, uh, for me, uh, real quick, Marcus, I mean, it's, you know, we had our big show last Sunday. It was kind of nice, kind of relaxed. This past Sunday was amazing weather. Yeah. Um, it's been amazing weather since, uh. Man, I love it. Yeah. Um, I we started watching The Bear. We're two episodes nice. in. Uh, it's a very good show. Uh, well acted, well written. Um, yeah. I like the restaurant stuff angle. Um, yeah. that's what Claire gets into because she like turns to me as we're watching different episodes and she's like, "That's real. That's what really happens." I'm like, "Oh, okay, cool." Then like another. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that's that's so realistic. I'm like, oh, all right, I get it. You worked in a restaurant. You've done restaurant things. Yeah, but you do the same stuff when it comes to TV. I know, that's what she said. It's like, so it's, this is like my like Marvel thing I could like nerd out about. And there's even, as this show goes on, one of the guys becomes a baker and it like turns into a thing. And then she like just geeked out incessantly about that. So, mm. Yeah, it's good so far. I yeah. uh, really enjoy it. Um, we have entered season five of Yellowstone. How many seasons are there? Five. Oh, okay. Um, saying, the show isn't over. They stopped. They stopped it in the middle of season five or near the end, and they're supposed to finish it up. But the writer's strike. I don't even know when that's yeah, coming yeah, out. Yeah. Didn't there like um, something with Costner happen? And there's a fallout between Costner and the showrunner. Yeah. So I don't know if Costner is going to come back and finish the show. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. All I got to say is the show peaked for us in season three until four. Yeah. Four into five, it goes, it kind of like falls back into its. It's dragged out. No, it's not not, not that. It's bad writing. Uh, uh, well, you know, um, and that happens. Actually, in season five, it's getting interesting because one of the characters we really hate is getting shit on finally. Um, but it—it's it, the right the writing on the show, as you will. Yeah, isn't the best sometimes. At this point, we're just seeing it through. Yeah, I. Um, it is. It's entertaining. One of the best characters actually leaves 
in season mm. four. So once that character was gone, I was kind of like, oh man, now, yeah. now we, you know, there's a couple good characters in it, but yeah, um, it has to be Kevin Costner's probably his one of his best performances. Mm. Um, but the show I think falters when it comes down to story arcs and writing and some of the characters yeah. are just so god you hate them immensely um th- there's no redeeming value sometimes and it's kind of it's sometimes you're just kind of like oh my god please someone take a gun and shoot this person yeah <laughs> um yeah anyway that's yellowstone i really i could just it's weird yellowstone is like one of the top rated shows on television but i don't hear anybody talking about it and now I know why. There's well, like my first neighbor here talking about is Matt Ryan. <laughs> so he's the one that talks about it all the time. I've never heard him talk about it. Well, you don't hang out with him enough, I guess. If you tell him that you're watching it, he'll go into a whole dissertation about it. He loves that show. Well, if I talk to him about it, yeah, I'll be bitching about some yeah. things about it. Yeah. Uh, but there's like some. Even my mom used to talk about it. Like, he would be like excited that my mom watched it. And he'd be like, oh, I'm like, okay. I don't have any idea what you're talking about. There were some characters, some characters that are good and some storylines that I enjoy, but overall it's a so-so show. It's just okay. It's entertaining. That's all I can say about yeah. it. Um, I, uh, then uh, Twisted Metal dropped all the episodes on Friday. Yes. I didn't, yes. I thought they were going to do week to week. Maybe. No, no, no. They're, uh, it was, they decided that they were just going to do it. Um, I, awesome. I am in, I just watched episode five or no six. I watched episode six. I'm watching yeah. like one a day. Yeah. Um, I'm really enjoying it. Honestly, it, you know, I'm, I know it's, I'm comparing apples to oranges. I get yeah. it. Yeah. But after secret invasion, this is a fresh, this is a fresh air. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but like it's just watch, quirky, crazy. It's really reminiscent of Ash versus Evil Dead, that yeah. kind of genre. Yeah. It's schlock. It's fun. It's funny. It's bright and colorful. Yeah, you it comes from the it. same guys that wrote Zombieland, Deadpool, all the Deadpool movies. It's like the same team. Yeah, so it's I, really reminiscent of that. So if I'm you're into really those movies, enjoying. you're gonna love this show because it's I'm, yeah. And Anthony Mackie is just fantastic. I and uh, what's her name from Guerrero? Yeah, she's amazing. It's a great show. It's a good fun. Uh, Will yeah. Arnett doing the voice of Sweet Tooth. Yeah, um, so Joe Wrestler plays the character of Sweet Tooth, and he does a really good job of like doing the the body movements and stuff. Yeah, but it's really it's it was a game I was like into when I was a kid. I remember it like PlayStation. I want to say PlayStation Two, maybe. It came one. Was it PlayStation One? Yes. I remember it was like one of those games where I just like dove into it. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so good. But the fact now that they're actually like expanding upon the universe and giving these characters stories and like well, the whole yeah. like Officer Stone character with Thomas Thomas Hayden Church, which is amazing. He is great in it. And it's like crazy as you watch it. You're like, all these people pop up. You're like, oh my gosh, they got this person. Oh my gosh, they got this person. But yeah, there's a lot. Uh, I got to the episode where you see Calypso on the sign, and Calypso was a bad guy. And yeah, he's the big two. bad, basically. Yeah. Of the yeah. Game. Um, yeah. 
but the game, I, I think the game is perfect for a show because there is no expectation. Um, yeah. There is no story. I mean, no, the characters, yeah. and you can do whatever you want with them. Yeah, um, it was just a bonsai video game, basically, that you just, like, drove around and destroyed other cars with. And that was it. That was the extent of the game. There was no, like... Yeah. Post-apocalyptic world. They do kind of... Yeah. As the series season goes on, it gets... Yeah. Um, but you get but done with it, we'll talk about it more, but... Yeah, I should be done by next week. Yeah. I'm moving pretty quick. Yeah. Um, I am That's their thing, too, like, half an hour, so they, like, blow right by. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is a fresh air, uh, just nice fresh air after Secret Invasion. Yeah. Um, it's just like a fun, stupid show. And I, I'm, uh, yeah, I definitely am. It was a good time. I went in with low set, low expectations. and they I were had none. I had no expectations. So, yeah. I was like, I'll give, give it a shot. And well, because it's like on Peacock too. So you don't like think like it's going to be. Well, yeah, because we're watching, we're watching Yellowstone on Peacock yeah. and I saw it on the banner. Yeah. Um, and it's so funny because we live in a world where Twisted Metal and Rotten Tomatoes has gotten a higher reception than Secret Invasion. Well, there's a viewer wise and critical. We'll talk about that later on. But yeah, That's, we'll talk about the reasons why later on. Well, um, Not surprising. Uh, other than that, Marcus, how was your week? It was good. Like I said, I randomly saw the thing on Amazon. Prime pop up about Secret Invasion, about uh, Twisted Metal. Sorry, we were just talking about Secret Invasion, so that's why I mentioned it. But um, Twisted Metal, so I watched that. It was a quick, like half hour shows, so you can blow through them pretty quickly. Uh, blew through that. Uh, watched the last half of season three of The Witcher, the last Henry Cavill episodes. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about how, where they ended the season and how they're going to just replace him with this other person. Because there's no like reason to replace him, basically. You know what I mean? There's no like, there's no story MacGuffin to like, they were kind of setting up something that could have worked as the MacGuffin to change him into a different like a regeneration kind of situation yeah um but they didn't and so basically it just since you don't have netflix you're not going to see it no but like, don't ruin it i'll watch it eventually like, yeah we just like ends the season just ends up with him like walking off on a mission oh well there you go he's the witcher and it's like well then, but they could they could so next time we come back next season it's just going to be like liam helmsworth Walking he, the same position, doing the same thing. He could be like, how do you do the flashbacks? Like that's the thing with this show. It's like the time is not like in order. So it's like you're gonna have flashback to things that have already happened, and that would have been like Henry Cavill's character. How do you like recast that? I don't know. It's gonna be very interesting to see how it works out. I'm not holding any hope for The Witcher being any good anymore. Now that he's not Gerald. So we'll see. It was kind of kind of sad to be like, oh, well, there goes a show that I was excited to see. And now it's not going to be any good anymore. Yeah. So I, really I hope that Liam Helmsworth is going to be able to pull off the character. If, if it even happens. I mean, 
Who knows? We left it on a point where there's more story to be done. It's definitely there's like they left it on a a cliffhanger kind of situation. So I don't know. And the season's already been like renewed. The season's already been greenlit. It's just when they ever end up doing it. Hmm. Uh, I did watch season two of Good Omens. It's on Amazon Prime. Amazing. John Hamm. Fantastic. Yeah. And we also got the yeah. one still. Oh my gosh. Another show you have to watch. That show is so good. It's so well acted. David Tennant and uh, Michael Sheen are yeah. fantastic together. Yeah, they're the perfect casting for those two. Yeah, it's it's really good. Uh we did get the final trailer for Ahsoka, which I don't know if you've seen that yet. I am not going to watch any more trailers for that show. Mm. Just give me the show. Yeah. Besides um, that, and I did see the trailer, which we'll talk about, the trailer for Loki season two. Yeah. Which I is do. now basically turned into the Loki, please save the MCU TV universe for us, please. So, yeah. See you um, I do want to say one thing. Uh, obviously, yesterday, um, Paul Rubens passed away. Yes, unfortunately. Um, one of my childhood um like i loved peewee herman as a kid yeah. obsessed with the tv show as a child big top peewee uh peewee's big adventure favorite movies i must have watched a million times still can't watch that movie i said it once in my whole life why because large, large march messed me up as a kid we'll never see it again so good somebody even posted a gif of large marge on the reveal part and i was like nope 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 Claymation. I yeah, it was it messed um, me up. I was like probably, I think seven, eight, nine years old, maybe around there, when I saw that. Yeah, not a fan. Yeah, not a fan. Good stuff. Uh, yeah. Wee Herman was awesome. I I remember I watched. I I feel like it was like almost ten years ago when he released the new Pee Wee movie on Netflix. Yeah. Um, I remember that was the last one I saw. And then he went back on tour, I think. And there was a resurgence of uh Kiwi's Playhouse because of that. Um, because yeah. everybody grew up with it. Um, but yeah, it's sad to hear cancer, um, yeah. age 70. Um, it's just crazy when you get to this yeah. point in your life with people you watch growing up start yeah. passing away. Yeah. Um yeah. And then um, but yeah, that was a big shock. And it's weird. It's like Q70? Yeah, no, oh exactly. God. That's what I said when I saw it. I was like, how did Pee Wee Herman become 70? But he was like in his probably late 20s and 30s when Pee Wee's Playhouse was on TV. Yeah. So, yeah. Um it's just weird. Time work time just feels it, weird. It goes and does not stop. Yes, nonstop. Yeah. Um, but yes, um, I did watch the Loki season two trailer this morning. I made sure I watched it, Mark. Yes. Um, look good. I my expectations. I'm going to have none. Um, I don't know. MCU shows, Star Wars shows have. I think no this is that that me that, out a little bit. So yeah. I have no expectations for Ahsoka. I have no expectations for season two of Loki. I want to yeah. go in and be surprised 
I want them to build my expectations. I want to take it in and hopefully it's good because mm. if it sucks or they, these shows always start off well. And then it, uh, it either slowly goes down or, hey, it could pee. Yeah. I don't know. WandaVision went up. You know, um, Falcon and Winter Soldier went up. Um, I would it was say crazy because I've heard went up. from multiple like things about the secret invasion situation that uh, Captain America, uh, Falcon, Winter Soldier didn't get wasn't as popular as we th- thought it was. Like we liked it, but I don't think a lot of people did. Which is kind of no. Kinda I mean, I think WandaVision and Loki season one are the top two. Yeah. To oh, be yeah, honest sure. with you. Yeah. Um, and I this is how I see the MCU shows. Generally, not all shows made equally and not all shows perfect, but yeah. I think people get on can get on board and say those two are the best. The other ones are kind of in the middle. It's either yeah. you really hated She-Hulk or you liked it. You either hated Moon Knight or you liked it. And that's yeah. fine. Yeah. But I would say. For the first time ever, Secret Invasion, the ending was hated across the oh, board. The whole thing was just I have, like, yeah. I'm on the Marvel Reddit board. Yeah. And I, there were people saying, and I read this repeatedly, I normally will defend the hell out yeah. of so-and-so show, but I cannot defend this. People across the board were pretty much... Yeah. What the hell was that? I mean, and the thing I, I agree. Yeah, I don't understand. It was like one of those things where it was like they started off good, with a decent, decent idea. First two episodes were good. Yeah, yeah, and they had a great thing going, and then he just fell into the same old same tropes. And let's have fake two, like, two characters storyline exact things. same powers fight each other yeah also see who's gonna be the one that survives it let's give fight. them the dn let's give let's give um gaia the dna of some of the most powerful, powerful yeah uh, mcu characters okay so now yeah. she's a god she literally correct yeah, house yeah and also let's let's make roads let's just take away everything and say he had the hospital gown on when they yeah. took him out. So everyone's trying to figure out when he when Rhodes was a scroll. But also during Endgame, he has he has wounds on him. Now, if you're a scroll and you yeah. get shot, wounded, you turn back and your blood yeah. is not red. So none of it makes sense. And people are pissed because they're not giving us answers. Well, the place that I I think the right thing is stupid. I honestly do not well, I think it's not, it I don't. could have been better. It could have been better. And I think I, it's just the way they did it. My head cannon, he was never a scroll up until just now. I I I don't want to believe a scroll version of Rhodes said goodbye to Tony Stark during Ed Game. No. So bad. No. Yeah. No. I don't think it was then. I think it was people, after that. People are saying because of the gown, that was the gown he was wearing. Um, during um, Captain America, uh, what was that? Civil War. When he gets shot, when he gets shot down, and he loses his legs, 
he has to go to yeah, rehab. Like breaks his legs. Yeah, he has to go to rehab, and he has a, a gown on. People are kind of like trying to connect the dots. I think there. they're trying too hard. I think that's too much. Well, what I mean, like, what do you do? Like, what do you do with that character now? So that character now is doesn't know the ending Any- of Endgame. Well, no, that or anything that's happened since Endgame. So now that person has to be like that character has to be brought up to speed, basically. Well, told that his best friend's dead. Yeah, I mean, armor wars. How do we, you know, what's what's going to happen with armor? Does that even exist? Does that even happen? I think, I don't know. I think this is a bigger, this is a bigger topic that could be its own show. Us talking about this, and I think next week that's what we do. Is we talk, we break this down and basically come up with our ideas on how to save the MCU from where it's heading. Because I'm not sure if it's going to survive. Oh, it, it's going to survive. I mean, it's going to survive as in they're just going to produce things and put them out. No, we're well, saying, will they be good? The thing is, I think with the writer's strike, I have a the actor strike hot take on what I think should happen. But I don't know if I want to put it out now or if I want to wait till next week. We'll just wait till next week. Yeah. But I, I personally believe with Bob Iger saying we need to start reining it back in. Yeah. And this writer's strike could I mean geez, I mean and the actor strike. We the writer strike mainly because these um, secret invasion was a shit show. Well, um, so they need. To well, I think this is the better part. Part of it, I think we talked about it with our friend from California who we had on to talk about the writer strike, Danielle. I think part and parcel of it is what she was saying is that these streaming services are not having full blown writers rooms, and there's no one like help. There, there's no like give and take and a thought process of how to write these shows. It's they hire two or three people to write a show. And those two or three people just come up with whatever. And there's no one to be like, I don't think that makes sense. There's no like balance. There's no, you know, give and take on anything. It's either there's one or two people write it or it's like one person writes the whole thing. And if you but, don't have the people in the writing room that have the knowledge or the connection to the story, yeah, you're not going to get a decent story out of it. You knew. We, like, there we, was a good show in Secret Invasion. Like, yeah, we didn't get it. There was a good show. In that shell of what ended up happening, there was a good storyline that was started and then just abandoned. Like, there could have been a way better show out of that show. Like, and the I show- was excited after the first episode. I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be so good. And then it just shat the bed. The, the show ended the way it started. N- everything was meaningless. Yeah. Other than now Gaia, who I would be surprised if we ever see again, because for some strange reason, we don't see half these characters ever again. It, yeah. um, like Besides the fact that like you literally hired Amelia Clark and Olivia Coleman. Two of probably the better actors that we've had recently. Unfortunately, Amelia Clark's been now hung on two bad show endings. It's not her fault. I know, but people don't see the writers. They see the actors. So unfortunately, she's going to get looped into being a part of 
a bad ending to Game of Thrones and a bad secret invasion show. And also, not for nothing, she was also in the solo story, which also probably wasn't the best movie that was ever put out. And people weren't happy about that either. So it's she's had she's on her third strike at this point with movies. It you shows know what I would like to see? I would like to see. I'm not the best person to have in your show. I would like to see uh, Star Wars shows and Marvel shows stop recycling the same actors. You notice they're constantly in the same. I'm like, okay, I want to see new people because I'm getting confused. I'm becoming senile. And I'm like, why was this person in this show? Now they're in this show and they're playing the same character, kind of. Just give me new people. Well, it's um, just that they're not, they're not having nothing either. The whole like they're just pulling from the same thing of having Amelia Clark's character be the super scroll, technically, out of they're this all, show. They were all super scrolls, though. No, I mean, I'm saying, but name? out of this show, super scroll. But out of the show, she becomes super scroll, basically, in the comic yes. books. She's that to be that character. And she is, I mean, it's pretty obvious. She's a very small, petite girl. I just don't see that for the Super Scroll character. It's very that doesn't awkward me. and weird, but no, just like the scenes with her changing into these different superheroes. It doesn't, it doesn't, that doesn't bother me hokey. about if she's she very hokey. If, if it's, if, if she's a petite person or not. That, no, but I'm just saying it, that's just, it's just, I think all it the was, characters it could have been putting it on her character. I think it was just done horribly um, because it it getting the DNA from all these characters all of a sudden she had like the CG was wonky because she got like Drax's arm with the tattoos like all these weird things that made no sense to me also the fact that these people that been underneath a place with high radiation for years so they all have radiation poisoning or have cancer well no the fancy machines block that that was part I, of the thing i don't know about that that was mentioned like in a really quick thing earlier in the season doesn't make any sense to me yeah it doesn't make any sense um but yet again if you go back to she hulk where she meets the kevin machine and um they make fun of the fact yeah. that oh someone will just steal the dna or blood make the bad guy and they'll fight and literally, Secret Vision comes out and they do the same thing they were making fun of in the meta commentary they were making yes. in She-Hulk. Yes. And I'm just kind of like, really, guys? Really? You, yeah. you, you made fun of this in She-Hulk, but you're just doing it again. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I thought the fight scene kind of looked bad. That, that last fight scene, it was hokey. I didn't, I felt like I just didn't care. I, I think this show up. also was I like the up. very last of the old like, I'm going to say, like, the old regime of Disney. Not really. This is new. This is, it was made for the what I'm saying, but like, it was, yeah, but I don't <laughs> think, like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like there's, like I said, I have a big idea that I don't know if it'll probably not happen, but I'll bring it up next week. But yeah. I, I, it's just listen, fine. It's just kind there's going to be the fact of the matter is right now, the MCU is going through some growing pains because you're coming, you had, you had COVID, then you had a, then there were like a streaming service coming out and then they were like, we're just going to shit out things because I think it was also, there's a multitude of factors. Again, another thing I was going to bring up next week too, but it's like you had 
the way it was mapped out, you had a, a plan of what you were going to do. And I think, like you said, with COVID, you had Endgame where you lose a bunch of major characters. And you're having to now, at that time frame, replace those major characters with new characters who aren't the big name heroes. So it's yeah. like now, like trying to put together a B squad Avengers team. Yeah, but that I without I, the big characters, like without your not not just the actors, but the character Captain America, the character Iron Man, the but, character like those two are two of the biggest members of the Avengers, and you kind of now trying to do the MCU without your biggest comic book characters involved. I, you know what though? You know what though? I don't. It's kind of like they're trying to put together this weird. Like, hey, do you guys like Moon Knight? No? Okay. Do you guys like uh, the Turtles? No. Okay. Um, how about, hey, who else do we have in the roster? Let's throw them out there and see if someone likes them. And if they do, we'll keep it. If not, we'll just scrap it. No, I mean, I get what you're saying, and it feels that way. I think they lost sight of what made the original, the original run, the first couple phases so special, is because Shang-Chi, for instance, right? This is what bothers me. Shang-Chi comes out critically and the audience loves the character, loves the movie. Yeah. It was a great fun time. He disappears. Yeah. Now, why didn't we get a Shang-Chi 2? Or why hasn't or why didn't he show up, up in like the Doctor else? Strange movie? But or yeah, like, show up in any of the other movies? They stretch themselves too thin. When the first couple of phases, one through three or four, I don't know, what, whatever, you had a handful of characters that would make slight cameos and had sequels and they yes. built iron man was never a fan favorite iron man became no, became yeah. a fan favorite because of robert downey jr because of the movies yeah the guardians of the galaxy they were unknown as well became yeah. popular they had ample opportunity to make shang chi a household name by creating a sequel having him more um same with even though Eternals flopped. Is there also had, the, the thing of there's just not enough actors? Like big there's plenty actors of actors. I mean, we had so many. That are willing movies. to be in these movies now. Well, there's you've, every actor under the sun. But they've turned through a good portion of like big name actors. Listen, there's always going to be actors. But what I'm trying to say is, my thing is, it's the characters. They could have really built something, but they're like, we're going to do Secret Invasion. We're going to do multi multiverse we're gonna do all these things at once but you know what you get burnt out i, I think single focus would have been nice yeah if the scroll thing was something that was kind of happening in the background and build and we had an avengers movie with secret invasion and it would have been was. awesome it was like kind of in the background it was for two they movies. never really like and then they dropped it like gave it Spider-Man too. Because actually, but then again, and... this is also I know we've had this multiple things, but Secret Invasion is just one of those things where I think it just should have been a movie. Should have been a movie. Should have been a movie. They decided and it, not to, it was originally going to be a movie, and then they decided to make it into a show. I think if this was just a two and a half hour movie and not a six hour TV show, it would have been fame. Would have been and... great. It could have okay. involved like a big some some people, some big yeah. characters. It could have brought in like yeah. I'm pretty sure if you threw enough money at him, you could have brought like a 
couple of these big name guys and to play, oh i to mean play like the characters and if they had, could have had like anthony mackie and sebastian stan and the guys you have on the roster now like involved yeah like a drax or someone like that like some of those ancillary characters throw an actual group in the thing the thing is throw the scrolls the scrolls started in uh captain marvel then it slightly yeah. continued at the end of spider-man 2 so then they could have teased it a little bit more. Yeah. And instead of getting the internals, the internals movie that was very yeah. boring, we could have had the Secret Invasion mini, like mini Age of Ultron. Avenger we, didn't, yeah. we, we didn't get like a middle Avengers movie. Like yeah. that would have been cool to have like a, get the new roster in there, get the Shang-Chi, get the new characters in there. All the scrolls are a threat. Yeah. Nick Fury rounds them, everybody up, says, listen, there's something going on here. I mean, come on. What I were think we... the thing of him, like, I, I the thing with him being the beaten down character. And I, I think they've gotten way too into the blip and how it affected people and making it into too big of a thing at this point that it's like, it's lost its, I'll say residence, but lost its like importance to storylines. Oh but yeah, they, I'm not invested. It. Everyone in disappeared for five years. You don't well, need to keep going back to it as a way to explain away this, that, and the other thing. Well, yeah, but also right now, I am not really invested in the Kings thing at all. I mean, yes, I'm going to watch Loki season two. Well, I think I'm invested in Loki, days. but I'm not invested in Kang whatsoever. Because you haven't had a reason to. Yeah, only I don't care. Time. I don't. One version of him got beat up by probably the least powerful avenger in ant-man like well one of the kings yeah so i'm saying so he's already been like blue balled there a tiny bit he looked a little bit better in loki well this is a different kang yeah yeah so it's like I, I I just don't I the only uh, it's Marvel like they're taking movie, too long to give you what they need to right the only That's Marvel movie I personally the threat? Am, am excited for is Deadpool three that's yeah. it right now that is the movie I am hyped for for to see Wolverine and Deadpool that's it yeah I will of course I will of course see them but. I'm not really invested in any of the major storylines happening. I couldn't even tell you what the storylines are. So I can't even tell you what movies are happening because all of them are getting moved now. Well, of course. I mean, I think this writer strike and actor strike is going to go until October. This yeah, is what Deadpool went from coming out in March, so now it's coming out in May. It was always it was October to May. Oh, that's right, October to May. So. so it got moved up, but it's going to get moved. Yeah. It's going to get moved again. Um, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised, and this is a prediction, once the strike is over and these companies start pushing up production, I wouldn't be surprised if the, v, if the, um, the FX people go on strike because there has been so many articles about how much... Well, it depends used. upon like if they... They can unionize. They've been shit on a lot. If they, yeah. But I think they already they are go, in a union. They but can it depends get, upon when their contract comes up. They could go on strike too. I could see it because they're underpaid, overworked. And I, 
I mean, you can Google it. There's been tons of articles. A lot of these people come out and really shit on Disney because they're yeah. constantly, they'll, they'll have the movie and they're constantly changing things last minute. And the direct, like the people aren't taking consideration them. They just want things to be done. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, it'd be interesting if that, if that, that because I feel like it's it's getting compressed. Once this these strikes are over, there's going to be like a, a laundry list of things that need to get done. And I think the uh, effects for a lot of these movies and shows, yeah, are they're either going to get rushed out the door and not be so good. Um, or there's going to be a backlash. So I don't know. I, I could be wrong, but I feel like there's already been pushback in the last couple of years uh, with these articles and uh, people coming out talking about it. So I don't know where that's going to lead. I hope, I hope it doesn't, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if it did. But anyway. Well, here you go. So things, as we were talking about, that just talked about the whole uh strike situation they're already starting to release things that are being affected by the strike uh avatar 3 all the avatars have been pushed back avatar 3 pushed back to 2025 avatar 4 pushed back to 2029 avatar 5 now 2020 2031 i'll be dead by the now buckle in uh secret wars which is going to be the sequel to kang dynasty is now 2027. Kang Dynasty is now 2026. See, it's hard yeah. to get excited about any of this because it's happening yeah. so far in the future. Yeah. I don't yeah. really care. Batman Part 2 filming has been postponed until 2024. Yeah. Uh, pre-production on the Blade movie has been paused and planned filming started in June 23, June of this year. Production will resume upon the conclusion of the strike. Captain America Brave New World has been pushed to July of 2024. Uh, Community of the Movie, which I was excited for, has oh, been yeah. hold with filming and production. Uh, Fantastic Four has now been moved to 2025. Uh, things that are like were supposedly coming out pretty quickly have been pushed back. Even Craven the Hunter got pushed back to August 2024. Uh, Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse, Sony took it off its date in March and has not announced when it's going to happen now. They're saying delayed indefinitely, so who knows? Uh, Strays, which is supposed to come out pretty soon, had its release postponed. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man, I was looking forward to Strays. Yeah, I've been seeing, I just started seeing trailers for it, and now they're saying... We don't know when we're putting it out. You know why? Because uh, they can't promote it. They can't. Prom- yeah. They can't promote it with anything. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing because it's not a movie where you see the people's faces, so there's no yeah. way to. Same thing with Spider-Man. I think there's no way to promote it. Uh, Superman Legacy has been suspended because of writing during the. He's not yeah. writing during the strike. Thunderbolts pre-production ahead of planned started filming again it was supposed to happen in June, has been put on hold until the conclusion of the strike. Transformers 1, which is a Paramount uh, movie, the new version of Transformers after the last one, uh, premiered delayed till September of 2024. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife was postponed to March, which is taking the 
Deadpool date in March. Uh, the No Way Home sequel development writing has been halted completely. Uh, untitled Star Wars film premiere pushed to May of 2026. Yeah. Another one which was supposed to come out is now in December of 2026. Yeah. And that's just the movies. TV shows, there's a whole bunch of other shows that were supposed to come out that have all been moved, pushed, delayed. Oh. So, yeah. Yeah. It's going to, there's, we're going to come to a, a very quiet time of year soon where there's going to be no new content. There's plenty of it out there, though. So. But I mean, a lot of, lot more of than you can reality shows, game shows. Yeah, but there's more. There's so much stuff out there as it is. Yeah. Yeah. I I I'm I, mean, I want them to get what they deserve. So I don't care. No, exactly. Stand, yeah, stand for it as long as you want. And there's still, like we talked about. When we touch talking about the strike, there are stuff still being done. It's very, very small budget stuff. Like our friend Megan uh, has a movie coming out at the end of August. That's a very small budget movie that she's been working on. Uh, that she's going to be coming on sometime this month to talk about when she's got some time. So if you're going to you're going to find stuff that you like, we did during the last strike of things. You're going to find content that you wouldn't usually have seen because it was you know it was pushed down or covered up by bigger bigger productions so we'll see what happens but yeah. before we get all to all that we have reviews do you want to dive into the whole secret invasion review now well, I mean, we already kind of talked about it. I mean, well, we got to grade it and everything, and do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, part. I here, I'll I'll give you. I'll go first. I'll give you my okay. whole thing. Uh, okay. my, my 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 score. Then you go. Okay. For me, Secret Invasion. Well, just do your whole thing, and then we'll save the scores till the end after okay. we pull the winner. All right, whole thing. Secret Invasion. I think yes. it started off strong. I enjoyed the first two episodes. In the middle. Got a little wonky, but I was like, you know what? I'm I'm still on board. Yeah. The final episode was it didn't land well for me. It gave me way more questions than answers. Also, I did not feel satisfied. Also, I felt like I felt like a five. I felt like I was watching the Fast and the Furious franchise at this point. They're just like it was like a five year old and said, let's push everybody in one little thing and they don't yeah. have dna and i'm like yeah. this is like stupid it was yeah. to me it was dumb yeah. i didn't i was not on board with it i'm i i i have questions about the roads thing i have questions about why are we giving gaia this character all these powers are we ever going to see her again because we haven't seen half these characters that have been introduced in previous things we've never seen them again so yeah. Why did we do this? Why did we end it like this? This and then you know it ended the way it started. Nick Fury came down, he did his thing, yeah. and then he goes back up with his wife. space. And then yeah. to now be in the Marvels movie. Um, and nothing nothing really mattered because the scrolls are at the very end, the scrolls are exposed, but then is a throwaway line because it's all rushed. The final episode yeah. is rushed. Yeah. A throwaway line. Oh, there's going to be like a peace treaty talk. So, yeah. so scrolls are exposed. 
there's a militia out there killing scrolls and then and people and, and people thinking people. they're scrolls. scrolls then you have gaia who is now out there that has all the, these powers of massive massive thanos yeah. and like really powerful beings yeah um and there's no it's not interesting because there should be a trade-off it could and she be imagine like, she knew how to use all of it instantly instantly and so did the other guy um which well, makes no sense had been doing it a couple times so a little bit but it. still yeah she in just instantly knew how to use these powers also yeah. i would have been more interesting if there was a trade-off like she got these dnas but some of them did not match and maybe it she's slowly dying or something w- were to happen but no well, that's the next just, story yeah but you know what it did not it did not like satisfy a lot of yeah, people no, um yeah. so um yeah i secret invasion you know your score i'm saving it that's that's my review okay i have nothing more to say all right uh for me like you said i agree with a lot of things you said the beginning of the show showed a lot of promise i was really into the whole espionage story part that they were trying to do with it being like who's a scroll who's not a scroll kind of thing then they kind of just fell into here's whoever who here's who's a scroll we'll just tell you instead of you trying to figure it out yeah we're just going to show you and it's like i felt like they wrote the story and then somebody somewhere be it in disney or whoever read it or saw it and was like we need to dumb this down for people because they're not gonna be able to figure this out and they just shat the bed with it and just like here's who everyone's a scroll here's their like they went to all the things here's the villain telling you their plan and giving you the whole what they're gonna do to the person that's going to be the person that's going to defeat them or is going to recruit somebody that's going to defeat them. Why was Olivia Coleman's character? What besides just establishing that she's a character now in the MCU, there we'll was never, no point to her character. Being, we'll never see her again. We'll never see her again. Yeah. I bet you I bet money. We'll well, never see her it's again. like she's like another. It seemed like the better person for that spot in this show would have been Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Why not have Valentina's character be that character where Nick Fury goes, you've already established her character as a pivotal person in the MCU. Why are you now basically giving us an English version of that same character? If you would just use Julia Louis-Dreyfus's character in this show and not had Olivia Coleman in it at all, it would have made more sense. You could have established that she's trying to recruit Gaia to become a member of the Thunderbolts to then have her be in that storyline. At least there'd be a connection to further on in the story down the line. You know, at least there'd be something. It seems like there was just, this show was not connected to anything bigger than just the people that are in S.H.I.E.L.D that were in S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, Maria Hill, Martin Freeman's character, and uh, Nick Fury. There was no connection to the bigger MCU whatsoever. 
which made no sense. Besides the fact that the DNA was stolen from all these people after Endgame by which scrolls. Which was and and, and the, some then, of the like, DNA he, those characters were not even part of Endgame, which still blows my mind. Yeah, Ghost yeah. Ghost wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure a handful of others. Yeah, it was just very. I don't know. It was like they didn't like the people who wrote it had not seen any of the movies or any of the shows beforehand. And that I think is a big issue with a lot of the MCU stuff is that there's no longer a like a a thought to what's going on next. Like, how is this going to affect future? How can we use past to affect this event? This is what happens. Another event. This is what happens if you. There's a great interview with uh, Olson, and she talks about like when she was in Doctor Strange too. Yeah, and they were repeating. What she already yeah. went through in the show, and she yeah. said to them, "Didn't you guys watch the show or read the script?" And they go, "We didn't have time." Yeah. So the fact of the matter is, if they're going to do shows and movies, they need to know what's going on in the other yeah. things. Yeah. But right now, it's the, there's a few that seem to work, but for the most part, production's so quick, uh, yeah. they want these things out the door. They they they're not matching up, or they're they're not on the same. They're not in the same like a level. Yes. Well, this goes to my to topic, my big thing for next week, what I'm going to talk about, and why. I, I would I would be fine if they got rid of the shows completely. Personally, yes. well, I would have no problem it, with but that. There's other bigger thoughts I have. Um, because I've really thought on this after Secret Invasion, because Secret Invasion really bothered me. Because I was really looking forward to the show. By the way they're promoting it, and the way it like was being presented as what it was going to be, I was like, man, this is like. I'm like, this is Winter Soldier as a TV show. We're going to get a very well done, like, spy drama. Then they just kind of just poo-pooed it and just pooped it out. And all of a sudden, Nick Fury's married to a Skrull. And Mads, Nick, Mads Michelson's character is killed for no reason. To, do, to give no effect to anything. Gaia barely even, like is affected by her dad's death after she's already lost her mother. And in the final battle, she all of a sudden cares about her mom and her dad and is fighting the bad guy and yelling at him like, you killed my parents. It's like, well, you didn't seem to care about it last episode. Why all of a sudden now was it such a big deal? Because they were fighting. And like, and Nick Fury didn't even realistically or technically matter at all to the story. No, he's in the background. Nick Fury out of this story completely, and it would have not done anything. All Nick Fury's character did in the final of the finalization of this story is be the person that she mimicked to get into New Scrollos to fight the bad guy. What he was in the hospital trying, yeah, but with the the president staying there with the president, and then he, then the president just basically turns into an a hole, and like starts putting like wants to make rules to get rid of scrolls. So it's like, like everything Nick Fury's character worked on and the whole point of what the story was gets yeah. totally destroyed. So he's I just know. now, not only did you not find the scrolls a home on the planet, you've now turned them into terrorists and the worst thing on the planet. Yeah, but there's going to be peace and then talks all you're going to do end. and your big thought process in this is I'm going to leave and go back up to space again. 
And have peace talks. And have peace talks with the Kree. You know what? What does that do for the scrolls? There's still a million scrolls stuck on the planet Earth, and you're peacing out to the space. So coming out of that show, my first thought is Nick Fury's a jerk. He's the worst character in the MCU. He should not have come down because nothing changed. No, he made everything worse. He made, yeah, yeah. So that made no sense to me. So that's what my whole like big thing in the show is. It's like you started out with it being a Nick Fury show, which was fine. That would have been cool. You're going to make it a very spy type show. Cool. I'm into it. And then you basically just said, Nick Fury is going to come down and every step of the way, make every part of this worse. And then Amelia Clark's character is going to be the person that's going to solve everything. And then just end up being a god among all the MCU. What's your score, Marcus? All right. This might be a record. I want to get your pen ready. Do you want me to say my score first? Is yours going to be really? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. All right. For me, it's weird. I, it's like, you know, I've been hovering between a five and a six. Um, I don't know where I want to land on it. I'm, I'm, I would say, you know, I would say if probably a five, it's like, it's, it's forgettable. Other than us talking about it, I will forget about this show by the end of the week. Yeah. Um, the reason I had to remember a lot of it because we were to talk about it, but it's, it's not memorable. No. I had some moments. I like the dialogue-driven scenes between Nick Fury and, and Rhodes. Um, I just, yeah, I just think it was a dumbed-down version. They didn't think the audience was smart, and they really yeah. effed up the ending. I am going to stick with a five. A five for me. All right. Well, I'm going lower. Uh, I never thought I would say this. I would rather watch Eternals again then watch this show ever again. Oh my God, that's pretty bad. I'm giving this show no redeeming quality, no redeeming value, no need to ever mention this show ever again. Put it on a shelf, lock the vault, never open the vault again. Put it right next to the Ark of the Covenant. I'm giving it a three. Wow, that's that's a Willow numbers. Yeah. That's what I gave Willow. Yeah. Not worthy of the, the, the time it took out of my life. Yeah, it was very forgettable. It was painful. And I've been the biggest, probably between the two of us, I've been the biggest Marvel supporter, apologist, reasoning why things don't work. But it's come to the point now where it's like, what are we doing, guys? What are we doing? Well, I mean, it's not just Marvel. It's not even like the thing is, this is stuff, stuff that we're seeing now is stuff that we would equate to back in the day, DC movies. It's like we're at that point. It's like, what are, what's going on here? Is no one talking to each other? Does no one have any communication? We're just making stuff just to make stuff now. 
We're at that point. That's what Disney Plus is Critical all about. Mass. Critical mass at this point. Um. All right. All right. Let's move on to better, in my opinion, yes. better things. Oppenheimer. Um, Oppenheimer and Barbie came out the same weekend. Yes. We saw Oppenheimer together. We did. Um, with the guys. Opening night. Yeah. Um, still haunts me to this day. A movie I think about. Um, it's a yeah. movie I do want to see it again. I Allison wants to see it, but I'm like, you know what? Watching it at home would be nice because I can have the subtitles on. Yeah. Um, that's actually my only my only qualm with the movie is with uh, Christopher Nolan in the last couple of films, his mixing of dialogue and music. And music yeah. is used as a uh, a building up suspense in this movie. Sometimes it's hard to hear what they're saying. Um, so I think watching the subtitles on, it would be really nice. Um hmm. That's actually my only my only problem is sometimes the music got a little too loud. I couldn't hear yeah. dialogue. But beyond that, I was I I loved everything about it. Um, yes. it's a very haunting, scary, depressing story about a very sad, depressing, and scary thing that happened in our history. Um, I think it was but also very interesting, masterfully directed, yeah. shot. Um, it really builds the tension. Um, I like the way he jumped around and told the story. Um, yeah. I liked how the music was, the score was used to build that tension. And then it would just like, it felt like it would just go, it would stop. You had some really chilling moments. Um, yeah, man, the movie, what hasn't been said, I feel like I'm just going to repeat it. But for me, yeah. it was, no, it, it was, was uh, one of the best movies of the year. Yeah. It was very well acted and written. Uh, everyone they picked for the different parts was fantastic. Uh, I kind of knew the story. Like, we all knew the story a little bit about the making of the bomb and everything. But well, I, I knew nothing about was... Oppenheimer. So. No, I mean, I knew who, he, like, I knew the name. But I didn't know, like, his story or anything like that. Um. But just like since seeing the movie, diving into more of his story and like documentaries about the making of the bomb and everything and all that and all the political like intrigue behind it and everything. And just, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. being amazing and Cillian Murphy being fantastic and just every person in it like was great. Matt Damon, even fantastic. Oh, Matt Damon was great. Yeah. Yeah. It was just one of those movies where it's like you go in and literally, I told Claire the first thing I said to her the next day when she, like, how was it? Because she had been, her big thing was, whew, that's three hours. That's a three hour movie. I'm like, I'll tell you right now, it felt like an hour and a half. It felt like we were hardly in the movie. It blew by. Oh, yeah. Such a good movie that it just flies. You don't even feel like there's three. It was three hours. It moves. It's a quick yeah. moving. Yeah. yeah, it moves very quickly. Yeah, and it has a lot of exhibit, like like a lot of dialogue mm. in it as well, which is even crazier to think that it's but like went so quickly. That's a weird thing to say, Mark. Well, I was trying to think. It's got a lot of dialogue. Well, no, but I'm saying that there's a lot of like a lot of explanation on things. And it still was able to make those the explanation of the story and things go yeah. quickly. 
where some movies will have a lot of, I'm trying to think of the word, but I can't think of the, the word I want to use, but a lot of like exposition is what I'm thinking of a lot of exposition on things. And those exposition parts kind of drag and you kind of like lose the momentum. Well, this movie, you're getting all the information as the characters are learning yeah. about information. And yeah, exactly. It's yeah. a store. It's you're seeing not you're 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 seeing it all unfold uh, in his yeah. life. Um, yeah. I think it's definitely a movie worth watching again, because I think there's a lot of things you don't catch the first time. There's one thing I did notice and then some brought it to my attention is that when his girlfriend uh, played by uh, what's her name? Lawrence Pugh. Um, yeah. When she uh, commits suicide, yes. you see a hand on the back of her head. Yeah. Um, and um, Mike told me, he said, I, he said, did you notice that hand? I go, I yeah. did, but they never brought it up. No. Um, so in real life, there is a conspiracy that she was potentially, she didn't commit murdered. suicide. She was murdered. Yeah. That, and they don't know what ha- truly happened. And that would explain why they made it look like a suicide. Yeah. You saw that hand because it was to give the audience like, okay, there was something more to this. She yeah. didn't just kill herself. She could have been killed. Yeah. And obviously because Oppenheimer was being followed and yeah. there was a conspiracy against him um, and others that that potential could have been true. Um, but things like that, I really like. Um, doesn't spell yeah. it out for you. You got to think about it. It's very Christopher Nolan, too, to have like little things in there to kind of, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, fantastic movie Um, for me. I mean, I I give it a solid 10. What's one of my top favorite movies of the year? Yeah. Um, And I haven't given it uh, like on our list in a long time in our list. Here I got a nine point five Guardians, yeah, and Spider Man a nine. But I think the other ten movies I saw this year was Everything Everywhere All at Once. Mm. It was a ten, technically so, last year, but but I saw it was the first movie yeah. I saw this yeah. year. Yeah, so to yeah. me, those yeah. two movies were my top, go. yeah, top ten movies. Well, it makes sense because probably going to be when and if they have Oscars, probably one of the big Oscar movies of the year. Yeah, well, the Emmys. Have been suspended. Yeah, the Emmys are not happening in September. Yeah, surprise, surprise. But anyway, yeah. Marcus, uh, you know anything else? And what is your score? Uh, Oppenheimer. I mean, I'm gonna be right there with you. I'll give it a ten. Yeah, I think it's yeah, it probably one of the best movies I've seen in a long time, and it's just it just yeah. It, Christopher Nolan is an amazing director. Uh, the fact that I think I heard this story, I'm not sure if it's true or not, but I heard the story that the only reason he even knew, like found out about Oppenheimer was that Robert Pattinson uh, had given him a book about Oppenheimer. While yeah, they were Rocky told us that. Yeah, while they were filming Tenant. And I'm not yeah. sure if that's true or not, but if it is, that's amazing that like that's just how he got into making the movie and just a random like he gave him his biography yeah just a random thing and like and like Robert Pattinson was like this is a pretty interesting story would make a good movie kind of thing you know 
and then just hand him the like gave him the biography and just that's what spawned him wanting to make the movie yeah you know it's funny tenant came out during covid and i anytime a christopher nolan film just like quentin tarantino it's like i gotta go in the theater yeah and tenant was the first movie I we I waited for home release. I watched me and Allison watched it on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Um, and um it's probably my least favorite Christopher Nolan movie, but I still enjoyed it. It was um, a great story, it just was really weirdly. I I I loved the way it was filmed. I loved yeah. it went it half of it was going backwards, half of yeah. it was going forward. My brain broke at the end. I think that's one of those movies where I wasn't smart enough. <laughs> it's like, I'll be honest to say, I don't think I was smart enough for Tenant. I don't think I, I just, figured it out. Well, the only thing I didn't like is that it was, yet again, it was very hard to hear what they were saying. Thank God for subtitles. Um, yeah. But the only thing I didn't like is it really was the characters weren't fleshed out. It was more about the spectacle. Yeah. He yeah. really wanted to do this. He loves time stuff. Yes. He yeah. really wanted to do this movie and he did it. Thank yeah. God it's out of his system. Um, but like I like Inception. I was like, I just didn't get it. What Inception was awesome. Yeah, I'm saying I think this a lot of the like the the whole story part of it was just very what oh, I loved it. I think yeah, it I did too, but it was just I think it was just that level of Christopher Nolan storytelling. I'm just um, smart yeah. enough for it. Inter- interstellar yet another amazing christopher nolan movie yeah um yeah. but anyway all the batmans yeah. fantastic yeah i love all the batmans yeah done. um but yeah alpenheimer is definitely one of the best movies of the year yeah so I, I concur um and speaking of movies what? that came out in the same time frame yeah i finally got to see barbie over yes there. and i saw barbie the following day of oppenheimer you were a part of barbenheimer weekend I was, and I, you know, this. I'll make a, a bridge version. I went on Friday, and at one forty in the afternoon. Now, I go to we go to West Springfield. It's yeah. never that busy at one forty in the afternoon. No, packed, yeah. packed. The the theater I went into, packed. Yeah, um, there was adults, kids, and it was. Um, I think Barbie like yeah, is another movie I want to watch again. Yeah. Um, I told Allison she would appreciate it. Uh, we'll probably watch it on home release. It's I think yeah for me another great fantastic movie. Mm. I loved the humor, the characters. It was clever. It yeah. was different. It was not what I was expecting. No, and um, it was just enjoyable. And I. It got me teary-eyed. I oh, yeah. have no yeah. problem admitting that. Yeah. There was just that scene when Dude, she meets Ruth. And yeah. I thought that was just an um, um what an excellent casting of Rhea Perlman. Yeah. Can I yeah. say what a fantastic casting? It was just like Yeah. Ugh. And I loved how they they poked fun at some stuff like Ruth's uh, you know, financial problems. Yeah. Like that's for yeah. another movie. Yeah. But I loved it was cheeky. It didn't take itself seriously. Ryan Gosling was amazing. Marvel. Oh, Rod- yes. I mean, the whole cast yeah. was amazing. Um, and the fact that Super Scroll was in it. And he was better in Barbie. <laughs> he was better in Barbie than he was. Wasn't it a weird seeing him in Secret Evasion as this asshole and you watch him in Barbie and he's just like a Ken? It was yeah. so crazy because it was like he literally was in two good movies on either side of Secret Invasion. He was in he was the Paladin in uh, Dungeons and Dragons. 
and he was Ken and uh, Barbie. Yes, same person. That wasn't him in Dungeons and Dragons. Yes, it was. Oh my! I'm pretty sure it was. I gotta look this up. I don't think that was him. But you, I'm I mean, I'm right not going to say you're wrong because I really, I know I'm I got to sure look it up. I was, I'm correct on that. His name is the the guy, um, the guy who comes in. And his buddy Ken, huh? Kingsley Ben Adder has been in. He was in Peaky Blinders. Secret Invasion, Barbie. Maybe it wasn't him. Yeah, I don't think so. Much. All right. Well, whatever. Um. Anyway, yeah, Barbie. I mean, feel good movie. I think it's got even still. He was in Secret Invasion, and then he was way better than this. So yeah, uh, I think very positive theme. I think um, I love the Ken stuff. I think it was really funny. Um, and the movie had like some layers to it. I think, I think it's a little bit deeper and I think it works for kids. It works for teens. It works for adults and different levels, but I was amazed Yet we, they made a, a movie based off a toy. Yeah. It works. And it works. So, yeah, I mean, it's worked before, but I mean, it worked again, basically. Uh, so before I get into my review of that, uh, really quick. Barbie, second week in the theater, uh, took in over the weekend $93 million. It's going to be one of the biggest movies of the year. It, in the two weeks, has taken in, this is just domestically, $351 million. Yep. It is $20 million behind Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. And has only been out for two weeks. Right. And Spider-Man was the biggest movie of the year. Yeah. Before that. I yeah. mean, that's crazy. That's crazy. And it is literally seven million behind Guardians. Two of the biggest movies of the year. Yeah. I, I mean, I it's it it's so it funny. Two hundred million behind Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. In two weeks. Two weeks. Super Mario Brothers, just because I've done the thing right now looking at this. Has made domestically five hundred and seventy-four million dollars. It was a big one when it came out. It's been in the theater for seventeen weeks. Yeah, yeah, isn't that crazy? But yeah, Barbie's... it made this weekend thirty-nine thousand dollars. It's people, crazy. People are still seeing it. Yeah, and it, it's um, in libraries. Libraries are showing it. I'm getting community calendars at work for libraries. It's going to be so, on. Peacock, yeah. um, I think in, in August. The next which, week or two, yeah. I, I'm going to watch it on uh, Peacock when it comes yeah, that's out. Yeah, I'm going to see it too. Yeah. Um, really quick, we just talked about Oppenheimer, came in second. And then Haunted Mansion, which I kind of want to see, but I'm hearing is not really good, but I still want to see it. Uh, came in third at 24 million. Sound of Freedom, draped uh, in 12 million. Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, raked in $10 million and has only made $139 million total in three weeks. Considered a flop, Mission Impossible? 
Well, it was number one the week it came out. I don't really know what the budget was. I mean, was. if Dial of Destiny has raked in $167 million, it's considered a flop. Mark, for, also, to be considered a flop, it has to make its money back and some. So if, if Dial of Destiny was not on track to make its money back, so that's why it's considered a flop. I don't know what the budget was for, for um, Mission Impossible. So yeah. I can't, I don't know if it's a flop or not. Dial Destiny is definitely a flop. Um, yeah. But it has to make back its money that it made to, to make it. Yeah. Plus, it has to make a profit. Yeah. For it to be a success. So well, I knew Barbie was going to be, Barbie was still going to take over the weekend because I was, when we went Saturday, we went to West Springfield. I took Claire because I, we were talking during the week and you guys in the chats were dropping all these memes and things from Barbie and different yeah. Barbie things. References. And Claire was saying that girls at work were talking about things from Barbie and it's just been all over the place. And I said to her, I go, I'm getting a little bit of FOMO. I feel like I'm the last person that hasn't seen Barbie. You gotta go see it. I don't want to be that guy who doesn't know the references of things because I'm usually the guy that knows all the references of things. So I was like, what do you, should we, like, oh, let's go see it. I got a couple of tickets from the Cinemark app. Burn a hole in my pocket. Let's go. So we went Saturday, 3.20 in the afternoon. Theater was packed. Yeah, that's a good sign. Like, literally every seat, I think, was full. Yeah. Just said to Claire right off the bat, I'm like, wow, that's, this is, Pretty impressive. It's been a while since I've seen a movie a week later than when it came out and the theater's still full of people. Force Awakens was probably yeah, probably the last time I remember. Yeah. So uh we watched it. I thought it was very funny, very hilarious. A lot of the stuff. I got all the different random jokes that they threw out. I love the ad in the middle. Yes. The ad was that so was good. Hilarious. That was really good. Uh I loved all the little like drop in things. Will Ferrell, fantastic. I thought his character was perfect. I liked how they they didn't he he even though he was the villain. Yeah. They there was more to it because he yeah, was barely. He really wasn't in a it. villain. He was just he a really, villain. He was just yeah. a villain to be the villain, basically. He was there, and then he's and then it really was about coming together between the Barbies and the Gents. He was basically like I said, the, like I thought about it as we we're walking out of the theater. I'm like, he's based he was basically just played a live action version of his Lego character. Mr. Business, business, business. That's all he was. He was just a live yeah, action yeah. version of that, which was hilarious. Um, but yeah, like you said, I got emotional. Claire got really emotional. And they started she, doing where she talks about the mother and right, right. still while the daughters keep going. Yeah, yeah. I got Claire right in the feels. Yeah. Um, because she's lost her mom too, like I have. So that was, you know got a little emotional with like the little clippy thing they did with the different moms yeah. and stuff i was like during oh, that scene yeah what's during that going scene, on mark during that scene screw you there was Barbie. a family next to me yeah. there's a family next to me the mom two kids and the dad yeah, yeah. and the the dad after that scene he does he does this i didn't have to look to know what happened yeah he, he, he does this takes his glasses off and i just seem to do this yeah. The big wife with the big yeah. hand, the big oh, yeah. wife like that. Yeah. And I'm like holding it back. I'm like, okay. So the guy next to me with his family, he's, yeah. 
that brought him to tears. That yeah. scene. So yeah. you know it, it works on so many levels. And you know, people are like, oh, it's a movie for chicks. I think it's a movie for the whole family. I think, I think it's, it's a movie for everybody, which everybody. is crazy to say. A movie called Barbie and about Barbie. Yeah. Is a movie for everybody. And as you can tell by the numbers it's making, everyone is enjoying it. Yeah. Um, but that scene, that was one of those parts of the movie where like I like reached over and checked on Claire and then like at the corner of my eye, there was a couple young, like probably 20-year-old, late teen, 20-year-old couple next to me, and they were making out, so they didn't really pay attention to it. But on the other side of them was uh, a mother and a very young daughter. Like I'd probably say under 10 and i could like corner my eye see the mom like grab onto her daughter during that part and i was like oh god but no it was just great and like the whole knuff thing finally makes sense now everyone's been saying it and i'm like i don't know what you're talking about yeah 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 i'm knuff so enough yeah uh kenna's knuff um you know i love the humor you know you think about movies back in the 80s where those movies worked they were funny to adults and to, we grew up on them. We didn't get the humor until we got older. And yeah. I think Barbie works that way. There's a lot of, I'm going to beat you off the beaching scene. Yeah, the beach, well, obviously the beach kids, it's going to go over their heads, but as adults, um, what do you do? It's, I very, beach. it's very funny. Um, so I, I think the movie all in all is it's a great, it, it's a feel good movie. Yeah. It's got, it's got some, some good messaging i think and make some valid points and it's a, it's just like i don't know yeah. i have nothing bad to say about it to be honest with you no, I, it was very I well really enjoyed it like the very original thought process and how to it wasn't approach. generic it wasn't yeah. generic yeah. i like that it was about very it. original yeah very and original. the thing of having the different people actors playing basically the same characters but just changing it a tiny bit you know because barbies and ken's michael sarah fantastic as alan alan where'd that come from it was basically like george well, alan, michael pulled out of arrested development and just dropped in the barbie movie well alan is a real doll yes but i know but it was just a fantastic way of doing it like he's yeah. basically just george michael from rest of development in this movie just kind of like quirky character. I love the digs at Midge. Very yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Uh, the horses, the, the horse obsession yes. was yes, really good. Obsession. Kate uh, McKinnon, fantastic as Weird Barbie. Yeah, like, I know. It's great. It was amazing. She was, she was one of my and favorites. Claire mentioned the, the girl in the movie had played somebody as a younger character and oh she was the young girl in something that we just saw and i was like what and i kind of oh yeah the girl the girl um the the main little girl she was in a show i think we just watched you're right which i didn't recognize her to be honest with you yeah neither and then it was pointed out and i'm like oh are we both going to look it up? Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. She, she was in a show. Let's see who can... Everyone's who screaming can... at the screen right now as we're doing this. Nobody. She was this person. She was this person. Um, and by the way, the other uh, the girl. random Ken with the blonde hair 
That's the new doctor. Um, and to Gatwa. That's the new Doctor Who. Yes, he's the new Doctor Who. I speak watching. I'm like, that's Doctor Who. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not seeing her listed in the beginning of the cast. She was in. Uh, she played young Gamora. That's who it was in uh, Infinity War and Avengers. Oh, I and they just... showed the scenes where they do the flashback for Thanos, and he's yeah, yeah, Gamora. And Gamora's telling him like he needs to what he needs to do basically when he does the soul stone. Yeah. That's she played that character. And that blew me away. I was like, what? But, but, but yeah, yeah. Um, it was fantastic. It was great. Um and I, for for my final verdict, yeah, I give this movie. And Shang Chi was in it. Yes, I know. And he's such he a was fantastic. Actor. Why? He was Why? Fantastic. Marvel. Why have we not seen him in anything else, Marvel? Yeah. Bring Shang Chi back. It's so dumb what they're doing. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. For me, Barbie. If I'm if Oppenheimer was my first ten of the year for a movie that came out this year, Barbie's my second ten of the year. Wow, ends in a weekend. Wow, two ends in a weekend. Two, I, I, I had nothing bad. I really enjoyed it. I think it was a great movie that works on a lot of levels. I, it's a movie I want to see again. I, it's two tens for me, my friend. Wow, two tens. Wow, I know. I, surprisingly, was going to say the same thing. So yeah. Two tens, back to back tens. I know it doesn't happen, happen very happen often. Again. It'll never happen again. I don't think. I think no. we've set a precedent. A record has been set. To have two, I mean, it's so funny how the it literally is like we said. Like I'd said at the beginning of this whole last week before the Barbenheimer weekend happened, I said I think this is probably the first time, and I think I'm right that this is literally the first time we've ever had a weekend of releases where it's literally if you don't like any if you don't like either one of these you don't like movies because either one of these could be a movie for you if you're like the more serious person oh who yeah wants to like watch the historical type movie or be in a drama or like that kind of thing you got Oppenheimer if you want to just go to movies and eat popcorn and enjoy yourself and laugh and you know have a good time Barbie's your movie. It was like it was the perfect weekend of movie play, like programming, basically. It was like whoever came up with the idea of putting these two movies out at the same time should be given a raise. Even though they're separate theater, like probably different uh production think, companies yeah. and such, but well, I know Oppenheimer's Warner Brothers, I believe. So is Barbie. Yeah, I think they might have been both Warner Brothers, are they? I don't know. Yeah, Barbie's Warner Brothers. Maybe Oppenheimer was a Warner Brothers. I'm not sure. I didn't even. I don't even remember. I just know Barbie was because they changed the uh, the color of it. Um. What was I going to say? Oh, Universal. Universal was Oppenheimer. Was Oppenheimer. Okay. That All right. Sense. Anyway. Yeah, this is the fourth time in history where two big movies come out like this. And yeah, what I want to say, though, you go back to the strike and you hear all these executives 
Kong poverty. And then Mm. you have these movies come out and people come out because they want to see something new, original, and And well done. And when the ratings, the reviews, early reviews were showing that these were really good movies, people came out to see them. Um, And I think that's what people want. I think people are getting a little fatigued when it comes to franchises. I think we're all getting a little fatigued when it comes to franchises. It's got to be good. Yeah. Or a family's not going to drop over $100 to come to the theater. Yeah. I hate to say it. It's getting expensive yeah. to go to the theater if you're a family of four, a family of two, a family of three. It's a, it's a couple hundred bucks. Um, well, so- I mean, unless you are play it like smart and get the app. I will say it. Not trying to promote Cinemark at all, but that Cinemark app. Makes not, it very easy to go to more, multiple movies in one year. Yeah, but I'm just saying not everybody has a Cinemark. There's well, other same, theaters. But there's well, if you're if you're a family of four, yeah. you you're getting tickets. You're yeah. getting concession. All, yeah. If you're a family too, you got to get a. If you have kids, you got to get a babysitter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's an expensive night out. Yeah. yeah. But it's worth it when you know what's going to be good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And not media. You know, it's just going to be so so. Yeah. So I think it proves people want to see the theater experience is still alive and well, but people want to see something good. It's also nice to like go to the theaters and not feel like it's a job. Like you're like having to go see it because if you don't, you're not going to like, I mean, we do it because we have the show. So we see these, a lot of these movies, but it was nice to go to Barbie and like have the FOMO part of it and be like, man, I have to see this because if I don't, it's like, you know, you don't know what's going on kind of thing, which is one of those things that hasn't happened in a while. You haven't had a movie like that where it's been, if you haven't seen this, you don't like have the, know what's going on in the world kind of thing, you know? So yeah, it was I really good. It. Yeah. So two tens each. Yeah. That your pipe it's smoking Hollywood. Yeah. All right, Mark. Well, this has been a show we've gone. It has been. It's a long one. Um, not really it started around 11 so we're good um but anyway i'm keeping track of everything like i said but yeah two tens in the middle of the year yeah pretty good will we get another 10 this year you think just one we don't need to have multiples but if we get at least one more movie this year with a 10 you think i don't think so it'd be a surprise if we do yeah i don't i don't i don't know i really don't know yeah this year is going to be interesting how it all shakes out. Will things get see what happens with what comes out, what doesn't come out, what gets moved next year, what gets moved to whenever. Yeah. What is the strike end? When do we get stuff back? You know, I think next year is going to be crazy. Yeah. 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 So yeah, next week we're going to break down, give our, what could be done to save the Marvel universe from obliteration. So stay tuned for that and so much more next week. As always, be safe, be well, be kind. And rewind. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.